evening, Metal Faithful. It is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Radelich. And this is the Metal Hammer of Doom coming back at you live and on the air. Tonight, Jesse Starcher. Say hello, Jesse Starcher. Hello, Jesse Starcher. <laughs> yes, indeedy. <laughs> Tall, dark, and greedy. Um, Jesse Starcher is pushing me in the pool like the NWO. He is lawn darting me into a trailer, and he is taking over the show. Because tonight, my friends, we are reviewing a legion. Damn them. We used to get them, get them. Now we damn them after the apoptosis. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is their sixth studio album. It came out uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And Jesse's like, I got, we got to get this on the schedule. We got to talk about it. It's like my favorite band ever besides Clutch. And I said, okay, Jesse, you're on. So, yes, October 27th, 2021, they announced their new album, Damn Numb, with the release of its first single, Into Embers. And it was released February 25th of 2022. But we're not alone, Jesse. That's right. We are joined by the infamous Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. How do you do, sir? I'm infamous. You are to me. Oh, well, that's good. At least, uh, at least I'm that way in someone's heart. I was going to be like Jesus. What did I say this time? <laughs> what the uh. fuck did I do? All right, Jesse, it's your show. Uh, you're you're fucking this dog. I'm just holding his head. Hey, let me just tell you uh, something. which one. <laughs> Jesus. Right, quick. Let me ask a question, Mark Radlich. Yes, sir. Is everything set up correctly? So that we don't have to stop midway through the show and be like, oh, shit, we All right, well, get this. It's just me, me listening to you talk, Jesse. I mean, good point, but also fuck you. Um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have my speakers set to Black Hole 16 channel. I have my microphone set to C Media yeah. Audio Device, which I will then convert to Black Hole 16 channel when we start to play music. So we should be... It's whole of color, sir. <laughs> we, we should be okay. All right. Sounds I, uh, I'm looking at the studio. When you talk, I hear sound. We should be fine. I like it. I like it. Which means right. when we're well, done, we will have no show, I promise you. Oh, oh wonderful. <laughs> I don't know what happened, Jesse. I know you really, really were excited about talking to this album, but I didn't record anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> we could talk about it twice. <laughs> it's going to no, be an ongoing thing here. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Metal Hammer of Doom, why'd you guys quit doing the show? We couldn't fucking record a single show. Everything yeah. was a problem. Just, yeah, this is just problems. That Everything's problems. a nightmare. I am absolutely 100% excited to talk about this album. This is a band that, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of when I first heard about these guys. I'm certain that it was shortly after I started to learn about Scar Symmetry, plugged them into my Pandora, and then next thing you know, Allegiant starts showing up on my feed. And as you're talking, I keep like wanting to make sure that I look okay on camera. This is audio. What has StreamYard done to me? I keep I, like I keep moving like oh I want to make sure like, my chair is set that I'm like straight on camera I'm like we're doing the audio show just 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 punch me in the chill fucking out, man. face chill out dude I mean, <laughs> I'm on just... the bright side you're not wearing pants and nobody knows that's right <laughs> you're also not wearing a shirt and nobody knows oh, no that's my wife um didn't wait five minutes she'll send you a picture so listen go ahead Jesse <laughs> I you know I, I say this in the most respectful manner I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're one of the few. Go on, Jesse. All right, then. So, so a legion pops up in, uh, you know, my audio feed. And what is this song about a Dyson sphere? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Why are these guys talking about stuff that is so science oriented? A lot of their 
catalog took me by surprise. The the one song that I think the one of the most popular videos is one point six one eight, which happens to be the golden ratio. So these guys immediately pop on my radar like, okay, they got some neat stuff to say. Uh, and then of course when you listen to their sound, they're very heavy. Uh, they are uh, you know, they do check some boxes when it comes to clean versus harsh for me. You know, I, I like a, a, a good mix of that in my metal. Uh, we have a lot of that on this album that we're getting ready to get into. Um, but yeah, I've been steadily going back uh, and listening to some of their previous stuff all the way back to their 2008 album, uh, which was, oh my goodness, I had it here in front of me. Uh, I will just tell you that it is huh, right here in front of me. Um I'm going to scroll down and tell you <laughs> what it's called. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not, because it is, uh, it is, my gosh, where in the world did it go? Let me just put it this way. Find Preach, I think it's Preach the Machine, uh, and and listen to that. It is probably one of the uh, one of the most outstanding songs off of a 2008 album. I mean, that thing is 14 years old, and it, it really, it, it still holds up to this day. Um, after that, Proponent for Sentience is probably my favorite album that these guys have put out. Uh, and it is, again, another science-oriented album. It's basically about the machines taking over. We, you know, we love that in our metal. Uh, but there's some great... Uh, there's a great appearance by Speed Strid showing up on there, uh, which is great, you know, to hear him sing along with these guys and doing some clean vocals. It's Again, these guys are off the charts for me. So, uh, you know, I'll stop talking about them. You know, we're getting ready to get into damn them. And, I mean, Coop, have you ever – did you join us for a, a, Apoptosis? I don't think you were around for that one. No, that I've never listened to them before. Okay. Oh, all is right. this your first time hearing the band at all? Yeah, no, I've never listened to a Legion. Okay, all right. Interesting, well, okay. Proponent for Sentience actually came out in 2016, and we were going to cover it on the Metal Hammer of Doom, but something happened to where it got shuffled off of the schedule, and we couldn't cover it. And I was really upset because I, it was a really good album. Uh, Apoptosis coming in after that, it's okay. Uh, I think I made a joke about them singing about a forest fire, and that is one of the songs off of that album. Uh, but I will tell you, we are going to get something completely different from what came before with a legion when we get into damnum and uh we'll talk about that as we go through the songs but uh so i know mark you've had a chance to listen to apoptosis were you expecting anything going into this uh other than what what uh i wasn't you know, expecting it to be as good as it was like i'm actually um i was talking with somebody earlier today and we were kind of just going back and forth about music and i was like this is what i'm listening to now dude vermin is my f shit man <laughs> that's the jam <laughs> that the is jam. the jam that's my jam Right. Well, damnum uh, is Latin for loss. Okay. So keep that in mind as we go through the album. But I'm ready to start some music, man, unless you got something else you want to cover. No, man. Let's uh, let's get on with the show here. So here we go with the first three tracks of oops, with the first three tracks of this album. Uh, Bastards of the Earth of Beasts and Worms and Into Embers, their first single.
So these these don't have like natural breaks at about the minute mark that I need them to. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> right, dude. They just start getting ramped up. Yeah, it's it that was rough. Um, but I'll tell you, in terms of just pure unadulterated, straightforward metal, this is what I like, Jesse. This this is, I mean, the um the gallop and the drums, the double bass, the harsh vocals, the breakdowns, the rhythm. This is what like if they were just to produce a. Like, what kind of sound do you especially like in metal? It's this. Like, Amorphous may have made the best album of the year so far, but this one I have found to be, so far, the most enjoyable to me personally. This is the kind of metal, jokes aside, nonsense aside, rum ahoy aside, that yeah. I like to listen to. I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. Yeah. So, real quick, the 2008 EP that I was thinking of, that, trying to remember what the title was, it mm-hmm. was called... 2008 EP. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, well done. <laughs> yeah, four songs. Uh, yeah, that came out in 2008. So anyway, uh, just to give you a, an idea of the lineup here, throw down uh, some names. We got Greg Burgess, who's been uh, on the lead guitar since 2008. Uh, you know, he's kind of like the main driving force behind a Legion. Uh, Michael Stansel, uh, rhythm guitar. Riley McShane, vocals. Brandon Michael on bass. And Jeff Saltzman on drums. Uh, seems like they've had uh, quite a list of drummers, and and Jeff joined them in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got three songs there, and one of the things that I noticed is that the first, the two singles that you said were released are like two of these first three tracks. Yeah, and I remember when Into Embers dropped. And how excited I was to be like, oh my gosh, man, they're making a new album. If the album sounds anything like what Into Ember sounds like, I am going to be just, I mean, I'll, I'll take my pants off and jacket. <laughs> um, I'll nice. be, you know, I'll be, I'll definitely be excited. Uh, so I, you know, I've already kind of got a familiarity with uh, a Beast and Worms and uh, Into Embers. The first song opening us up, we get some classic guitar, which is if you have the chance. You can go check out, uh, I don't know if it's Greg that's playing this or if it's Michael, I, I can't remember, but there is uh, uh, some very nice classical pieces out there by this guitarist on YouTube that I've seen. Um, one of them is called, was it Into Flanders Fields, I think is the name, where, I mean, it's just, they're very, very competent uh, guitar players. And uh, there is also a band called the Nuclear Power Trio, and I believe... Uh, the bassist uh, I, I'd have to look this up just to make sure but I believe the bassist is part of that which it's just three guys running around and there's no lyrics to it but one guy dresses up with a Trump mask the other one has a Putin mask Putin I said Putin and Putin 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 um, and the other one was wearing a um, oh my goodness who's the guy in China help me out Mark uh, oh Winnie the Pooh yes Winnie the Pooh <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Well, you know, you can't go wrong with one of their songs. It's called Gra- Grab Him in the Poon Yang. So Nice. <laughs> Hi-yo! Uh, so, anyway, I- I'll stop talking now. Coop, what would you oh, think of the first uh, three, man? Fucking Chairman She, is it? Uh, I'll- I will send you a what? picture. You guys tell me who it is. I so. got No, I can see him. I just can't damn remember his name. Xi Jinping, there we go. Okay, all right, all right, there we go. Pretty sure it's Xi Jinping. Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I 
fucking when I when I started this, I was like, whoa, this was a Jesse recommendation. <laughs> Hello, darling. <laughs> like we straight up started out with, you know, we had what very much sounds almost like a nice uh, soft guitar piece. And then we go straight into fucking black metal guitar work. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. Moisten me, please. <laughs> Dude, I was in fucking love. And then the songs were like fucking eight minutes long. Yes. Yeah. Like, this band reminds me of what I really wanted Opeth to turn into instead of like a 1970s tribute band. Yeah. <laughs> I it, I had a hard time getting into Opeth for that reason. Like, it was like, I don't mind some doom metal, but then some of it just feels like they, they, they're playing so slow and so gloomy that there's no rhythm to it at all and it just sounds like it should be background music of a Tim Burton movie and and I know like everyone's like hey like how could you not like Opeth and I'm like I sorry I like music not elevator fucking background noise yeah actually Opeth until about 2014 were one of my favorite bands period but once uh, Mike Ackerfeld really started to lean heavy into the prog rock aspects to where that now they're just a fucking prog rock band. Like I'm it's, it's just not quite my thing. Mm. I think they're fine with what they do. It's just, you know, it's not yeah, really, it's, it doesn't suit my taste anymore. Yeah. It's, it's not for me. That's what I'm saying. Not, stuff. I, I would not, I would never tell anyone they're a bad band. They're just not for me. All right, Jesse, you ready to hear the next three tracks? Rock and roll, buddy. Let's roll. All right. Here we go. Um, the next three tracks on Damn Num 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 are uh, To Carry My Grief Through Torpor and Silence, Vermin, which is my jam, and Called Home. <laughs>
I haven't said it before. Let me say it again. Vermin is my shit, dude. Right, man. Feeling it, aren't you? You're liking it. Yeah, man. I like the. I was digging the breakdowns and everything in that. That you know, um, I like the that the deathcore sound. And while I would not call this album deathcore, there was some deathcore elements in Vermin for sure. Uh, to carry my grief through Topher and silence. Uh, it's just like I said. It just took a little while to get going, but it was good. And you know, called home was a nice gloomy song there to start off with um but you know what so far so good i'm not bored by anything um i'm enjoying the album there's enough differentiation between one song to the next to keep me invested but i think they're staying true to the central core uh aesthetic of the album what do you think coop i mean yeah i'm i felt like a lot of different influences there i actually heard a little tool uh there at the beginning i think that uh second song a little bit of tool uh again uh with called home the clean vocals on that definitely got some opeth vibes like the vocal wise kind of was reminiscent of mike ackerfeld and i really loved what they were doing uh did get a few a little bit of the deathcore vibes with the breakdown but i feel like it i feel like it works more as a flourish because in terms of deathcore overall not a big fan of that genre so (laughs) like the fact that they you know can keep me interested and invested even with one of my least favorite metal subgenres kind of poking in, uh, really speaks volumes to the craftsmanship of their music. Go ahead, weigh in here, Jesse. Well, yeah, so just a couple points here of uh, correction. Greg Burgess is part of uh, the Nuclear Power Trio, and the guy we were trying to figure out who, it's Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un. Whatever you. Oh, Kim Jong Un. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's also uh, Greg's also the one that did the in Flanders Field. So if you guys want to check out some great classical guitar, fantastic guitars. But anyway, I want to talk about the main theme. I think that's going through this album, and I, it's so different from what we've got before with these guys. I know I told you they have a real big. I mean, one of their songs is called "All Hail Science." Okay, mm-hmm. so you know that's one of their one of their kind of like staples prior to going into this album. This is now a very emotional, emotionally charged album. Uh, With it being called Loss, there are a lot of songs uh, focusing on loss. And I was watching an interview with Greg when he was talking about the development of this album. And there was clearly... The world's gone through some stuff here since 2020, you know, we're, <laughs> a, little we're a little bit, you know, uh, well, this band started experiencing a lot of a lot of personal losses. Uh, everybody was losing something in the world. Either you were losing your job or this is straight, this is straight from him. He was saying either you were losing your job or you were losing loved ones or you were losing, you know, just that personal connection with other people. There was loss being experienced throughout the whole world. Uh, so that was one of the driving forces behind this album. But then we get to Called Home, okay? Now, when 
he tells the story. Greg was in Canada, and the borders close. Uh, so he can't get back into the States because of what's going on in regards to the pandemic, shutting borders down and stuff. His best friend ends up committing suicide during that period of time. And I just want to go grab real quick the lyrics to this album, I should say to this song, because, and I'd like to read a little bit from it, because he actually put, he actually put words from the guy's, his friend's suicide note in the song. And uh, a lot of times when you look at the lyrics, there's some quotes in that specifically called home was one of the things that he said in his note. Um, but I mean, it gets graphic. I'll read a little bit here. It says, the, the peace the trigger granted begat the horror of flesh and bone. I only hope you found that which was sought. By keystroke you wrote, I was called, called home. And then there's a part where he's talking. I mean, I swear to goodness, it's like he came upon the scene afterwards. He says, I cleaned your blood off from the screen, scraped your brain matter and let loose a scream, relegated your life to trash and unseen, shattered but grateful for all you did for me, all you did for me. So there were times when I was listening to this album, I would be working and I'd have this album playing. And... I didn't pay attention to what the tracks were called. What I did was I was listening to it and whenever something would be like, man, something's something is really good about this song. I would make a note to turn over and look and see what the title of the song is. And then I would go back to doing work. The album would play again. And all of a sudden I'd start to hear something new and I'd turn over and I'd look to see what song is this. And I kept doing it on called home. I don't know if that's because of how powerful it was. There was a lot of, when it comes to like layers of, you know, <clears throat> musicianship in this in this song. There's a lot of it. You got your clean vocals. You got you know you got the heaviness. You got the growls, uh, and you've got the message. Um, and I was telling Mark before we get, got onto this uh, podcast that if you really dig into the lyrics of this album, it is probably one of the most depressing uh, song uh, depressing albums lyrically that I've ever sat down and read. I'm sure there's probably some other ones out there. But, man, you talk about these guys going through some really, really, really tough times and putting their minds together, their hearts together, because it wasn't just Greg that suffered losses. I think they said shortly after that, Riley's uh, one of Riley's friends committed suicide. Uh, so this band was really going through. So you can, and that was the other thing he said was like science was all over the news because it was science was about the covid virus and this that and the other and emotionally these guys were getting hit and so that's why they just kind of like we we're not we're not going that route we're going to put an album together to talk about how we feel so this is you know this isn't science fact this is definitely a very emotionally charged album and called home is probably one of these more powerful songs of the year that i've ever heard uh and it may be for a while so, but yeah, uh, you know, I vermin, man, it's heavy. It's heavy. Uh, and I, this album puts the pedal to the metal. Granted, we get some breaks every once in a while. And it's not that just like you said, doesn't keep it samesy, which is great. It, it's variant. It, it, there's a lot of variance in what we're getting here and it, it rolls perfectly. So, 
Uh, with that being said, I'm ready for the next three, man. Well, before we do, Jesse, uh, I just want to remind everybody of one of our great sponsors here on the W2M network and the Metal Hammer of Doom, and that is Grammarly. Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, spelling mistakes, while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. So download Grammarly today. Go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. And that brings us to our next three songs, Blight. The Dopamine Void Part 1, and because all things must have a sequel, The Dopamine Void Part 2.
But Jesse, what does the angry metal guy think of all this? <laughs> well, guess what? He did review this album. Oh, we'll, shit! Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that here. We'll, we'll, uh, before that, though, we've got to take a look at some other, uh, some other websites that kind of dropped some ratings uh, for this album. So Distorted Sound Mag gave this a 7 out of 10. Uh, Blabbermouth, I don't think... Yeah, they did. They rated it 8.5, 8.5 out of 10. Uh, then we have Metal Injection giving it an 8.5 out of 10 as well. And then let me see if New Noise said anything here. New Noise, they, I don't think they gave it a rating. No, no, they did not. Uh, but they did say, I'll just read their final paragraph. It says, A legion have proven music can be healing. In Stance on Burgess's guitar, we hear emotion. In Riley's voice, we hear some moments where he sounds like he's choking back tears. Although damn them may mean loss, this album is a certified victory. Now, oh my goodness, here's the angry metal guy. You know, we love to kind of, you know, sum things up with him, and we'll do that. Uh, so this is actually, reviewer's name is uh, Churd. C-H-E-R-D, Churd. Uh, Churd says... <laughs> Church gave it a, a three out of five, and he says, "I may be, I may not be, I may not be a fan of the clean vocals, and there's a lot of them, but ultimately more works for me than doesn't on Damnum. It's a bit long and could use, could lose a song at random without any change whatsoever. But the songwriting is fairly sharp, and the playing is downright fantastic. Still, I wouldn't say this experience has gone done enough to make me an Allegiant stan. If I ever curb stomp Garden's Tale in the AMG parking garage." It will be for his taste in power metal, not for his takes on these guys. So maybe he's referring to another reviewer there. But uh, anyway, so it sounds like, uh, you know, hey, they, they gave it a shot and they listened. Um, uh, that, that's at least enough for me. But, uh, but yeah, there you go, man. There's some pretty high marks, if you ask me. We're, we're talking eight and a half out of ten on some of these. And, and you know, Blabbermouth is no slouch. They're, they're doing a good job uh, out there, you know, reviewing metal. And... Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not going to disagree. Uh, you know, it's definitely not ranking low on some uh, reviewers' charts, which is good to hear, at least. I would agree with you. Um, you know, the thing that I noticed, Robert, is in terms of like critical review for metal, metal albums, there seems to be a preference for technical metal, and that always seems to get high marks from people, as opposed to you know maybe some less technical more generic um crowd pleasing maybe um but i but that's the thing is i think a lot of the metal intelligence intelligentsia seem to like the layered stuff that doesn't always resonate with the mass with the masses what do you think well i mean i i really kind of prefer that myself and i really feel well, you're like part of the intelligentsia sir i am uh as well as i am with films as you know uh, my best mm. friend nick hey who, uh, who should one get day on this, shall be on this, on podcast. this podcast yes yeah he, he you see he's getting his degree in film and uh by you know just by uh, osmosis i seem to have got some of that rubbed off on me nice. and golly gee willikers will i go watch uh, you know, I'll go watch an art house film by myself, and by by myself, I mean with my girlfriend, uh, by <laughs> ourselves, while I'm putting fart porn in her ears in the theater. Hi, Natalia. Classic. Yes, hi. We have to. We haven't. We haven't had our, our Natalia moment of the show yet. Hi, Natalia. Yeah. 
high. Yeah, she is not here. She is not here on the other side of the earphones this week, fortunately. Oh, she'll hear this podcast eventually, and I want you to hear me say in my sexy voice. Hi, Natalia. Will you stop talking over me? I'm trying to pick up your girlfriend. Hi, Natalia. Yeah. Ooh, you're trying to pick her up? That's not fair. That's my job. <laughs> and as on I, the bright side, as I understand it, there are no boundaries anymore. It's fair game, except for except for, Jess, and, except for Jesse and his house that lives on a that, except for Jesse and his house that lives on a castle on a hill. So, um, but for the rest of us. Yeah. Got like eight churches that surround me too. Yeah, it's crazy. Welcome to the south. Except you're <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> yeah, but for the rest of us heathens, it's Sodom and Gomorrah out there. Monogamy. <laughs> what's that? All right, go ahead, Coop. Anywho, I was going to say, yeah, we uh, we're totally going to a metal show this weekend. That's oh, going to be show? awesome. Uh, it's uh, the Ocean, which is one of her oh, favorite shit, really? bands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she loves the ocean, and uh, I forget the other fucking man. I can't. I'm such a loser. But ocean's like, next... like super technical death metal, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I remember. It's like, I remember hearing one of their albums. Yeah, I remember hearing one of their albums like a bunch of years ago. Um, it, I, I don't at the time. I don't think it jumped out at me, but I remember it being very distinctive from whatever else I was listening to at the time. Yeah, I had never heard them before. She was like, "Hey, listen to this," and I was like, "Bruh." This is awesome. Bruh. 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 Totes Austis. Yeah, like it was, I really liked it. And then next week, I'm dragging her to go see Watain, Mayhem, and Midnight. You know, Watain's got a new album coming out. And I and I, they, I, and I thought of putting it on, on the schedule, but, you know, I didn't know if you'd want to. Uh, well, yeah. I, I would love to do a good black metal album. You know, it'll, uh, it, it, fortunately, it'll break up all the lordy for us. <laughs> yeah, boy, we got a lot of lordy. <laughs> we really do. We're only, we only have, what, four more albums? Yeah, dude. Well, that, yeah, wow. I mean, well, they, they released a bunch at the same time, or like, within days of each other, but I didn't want to do four weeks worth of lordy, so I was like, we're just going to do these, like, once a month. So, yeah, I booked this out to, like, fucking July. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, all right, let's do the, let's, let's have a production meeting right now, okay, like we like to do. The Agony and Ecstasy of Watain, April 29th, 2022. Okay. Let's see. What do I got? Uh, April 29th. Putting it on the calendar for Robert Cooper. Little Robert Cooper. Oh, he, little you know, Robert Cooper. You know, he gets to take over one show, like Jesse did. Yay. Um, all right. So let's see. We got the, uh, that week, we got the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, we got Lordy, Fozzie. We're skipping a week. Okay, here we go. May twenty fifth. That's when we'll do it. Okay. Cool. But yeah, anywho, uh, I know we were talking about how, uh, yeah, oftentimes the critics really love like fucking technical stuff, mm-hmm. and I think as somebody who tried to do the whole critical metal reviewer thing for a few years, uh, mm-hmm. and while I was listening to this, I was like, God, I need to go back to doing that. It was so much fun. Like stuff like the like bands like this, you really uh, they're so different. Nobody's really going to be doing the same thing as what they are, mm-hmm. and. When you listen to like you know fucking twenty albums a week, even if it is a genre you love, it's going to start blending together a little. Right. So like Absolutely. when you when you hear a band like a Legion that's really bringing different ideas and kind of melding genres and having a very uh you know very eclectic sound to as to what they offer, like 
you know, it really stands out to you and I think can really speak to you on many levels, especially when you look at the lyrical content of this album. It goes, I mean, it's it's very personal in a lot of ways. Right. And, you know, especially in these uh, trying times. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, in, in times like these, knowing that others are feeling the same way that you do can be a help, you know? It could, it could really... Sometimes it could be nice to know that, you know, misery loves company. Right, right. All right, uh, we ready to do the last few tracks here and close out for the evening? I am ready to go, sir. All right, here we go. Uh, the last three tracks of the evening for Damnum are uh, Saturnine, In Mourning, and Only Loss.
this album review that Jesse took over like Rova was brought to you by Amazon Music Unlimited. Yes, sir. If you've listened to the Metal Hammer of Doom tonight and you're like, I'd like to get some get em jit em with uh, a legion. <laughs> I would damn like- them. Damn them. Hardly damn near killed them. <laughs> damn them. Hardly knew them. Um, if you want to check out the rest of the Allegiant catalog, you can do so on us for free. Who doesn't like free music? I like free music. I know you like free music. We all like free music. Well, just because we've got a link in our description of this podcast, getamazonmusic.com slash W2M network, you can get yourself a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited. Stream all you want. You can get them jit them to your heart's content jesse starcher and then when the 30 days is up if you want to keep the service you can you just pay the monthly fee if not you cancel no fuss no must no contracts no pains in the butt unless that's your thing we're not here to kink shame what do you think about that robert cooper i mean fortunately not we're here to kink shame because (laughs) then consequently we'd also be here to stink shame (laughs) oh hey now uh, hi-o! Hi-o! <laughs> Sounds like a party and a half. Oh, there's way, there's way too much partying for, for this middle-aged man. But just, just well, knows you what know what? About. That's why you don't need to party. You need to exercise. I walked my dog today, okay? Thank you very much. Whoa! Is that what you call it? <laughs> Not no. the kink shame. <laughs> no, no. If you, I'm walking that... the dog after we get off this podcast, then. <laughs> Jesse <laughs> That's a weird way to say watch your wife scroll through TikTok. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? I mean, look, if that's what turns you on, Jesse, I'm oh. certainly not going to king shame you, but it's a little personal, don't you think? This is a family show. Ding-dongs. <laughs> that's what they call oh, it. Oh, no, ding-dongs. You know, I was wondering if we were going to get sexy on this podcast, but I'm glad we got it in before, before it was all over. We fi- I'm glad right. we finished all over this podcast before the whole thing ended. We definitely put the one in the stink. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, speaking of shockers, <laughs> I, <laughs> I um, I gave this album an A. Uh, I think it's pretty close to perfect. Uh, a little draggy in parts, but that's the only reason why it's not an A plus. But I mean, this is right up there with Amorphous in terms of. Uh, technical musicianship in dynamic range, uh, I think it's great. I think if you're a metalhead, I think you should listen to it. If you're a metalhead and you're not listening to it, I think you're missing out. Jesse? Yeah, uh, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I, I will tell you that the last song, Only Loss, uh, this was the song that I really, 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 really liked off this album. I mean, I like the rest of them, but that's the one that stood out to me. And the reason being is it it starts out so soft and then becomes like one of the heaviest thong- songs off this album uh, within seconds. It's a very uh, very reminiscent of, hey, their 2008 EP, which is called 2008 EP. Uh, there's some really <laughs> heavy stuff from back then, but they're able to bring that, you know, this is 14 years later, and I mean, you are just way light, waylaid by some of the stuff that's happening in Only Loss. And when you look at it again, lyrically, not to bring it back down, but I mean, it is a song that is bereft of hope. When you look at it lyrically, it is just talking about, hey, all we have in this life is just loss. 
That's there's no hope. There's nothing left but just losing things. Mm -hmm. And that speaks to some people. I know I've thought about that here some myself. Like, man, as, as you get older, you start to think, am I just going to start losing people, losing things left and right? And uh, the, the, the answer is yes, glasses. Jesse. <laughs> the, the answer is emphatically yes. You will you will inevitably lose everything. You will inevitably. Yeah. And that that's what this means. Which I mean, fortunately being a Browns fan has trained you for. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it has. Hey, I, football humor. I am, I yeah, I'm classically trained in loss. <laughs> Is, well, well, you know what? At least you learn from the best. That's right. All right. Coop, yeah. Coop, you, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I mean, this week actually has been kind of rough like that. The neighbors that lived across from me my whole lives, the grandson who was literally went uh, exactly my age uh passed away and then i oh, found man. out his grandmother passed away uh like uh, less than a month later leaving just the grandfather by himself oh not, man not cool. to mention the grandfather is pretty much i can't imagine how that man feels because the boy was a diabetic who had too low of a sugar and nobody realized it until grandpa got home oh, oh gosh it's horrible yeah that's and it's one of those like you know when my mom told me about that today like it, it really stuck with me because i was like you know it's i guess this is getting you know i mean i'm only 30 but this is getting older like you know this is, it is. this shit ain't gonna stop yeah and it's very unfortunate it. and i mean an album like this uh i know i talked about misery loving company and i know it does for a fact like it's that is definitely uh, an immutable fact that, like, you know, it's sometimes good to know that others are feeling the same things you do. But I, I find it very special in a way that a band that, from, you know, what you guys are saying, are a lot of times focus more on scientific fact, which I chuckled when we said that earlier, because in today's modern culture, if you could sit on a toilet for 10 minutes, you are a scientist. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, then a yeah. military strategist as well. Yeah, oh yeah, man. I actually not only that, my geopolitical knowledge is uh actually beyond measure. Nice. Yeah, no, I am great, man. I am you give me ten minutes and a quick poop, I will suddenly become a doctor. And I don't mean just playing it either. Alrighty. Hey. But anywho, um, yeah, it's just it's one of those to see really the depth of what they can offer is yeah. uh, I think it's great. All right, folks, that wraps us up here for this edition of the Metal Hammer of Doom. Next week, our St. Patrick's Day, our yearly St. Patrick's Day show. This year, we're going to be reviewing the 30th anniversary uh, of the House of Pain, Fine Malt Lyrics, of which the big hit single Jump Around came from. Um, that's a pre-recorded show. We did that last week, but it's going to go up on the 16th. And we had a ball talking about it. Uh, that was that was member berries, if there ever were any. And I think you'll enjoy it. There was a lot of enthusiasm on that show. We had a lot of fun. The week after that, um, do you, how many tanks do you want in this video? Yes. Uh, <laughs> how many soldiers do you want to see shot in this video? Yes. Many. Uh, <laughs> all of them. And they well, said, thank you for asking. <laughs> Robert Winfrey will be on uh, the Metalhammer of Doom to talk Sabaton, the war, uh, the war to end all wars. And then after that, it's WrestleMania week all week long here and into the following week on the, on the, the Rattle and Broadcasting Network. So uh, we're doing a fun album. We're going to take a break from what we normally do. Another rap album, as a matter of fact. We're going to be doing the Randy Savage, Be a Man. Be a Man, Hulk Hogan. 
uh, we're going to review wait. that. That's going to be a lot of fun. We occasionally like to just pick something random, you know, that has like tangentially something to do with something else going on in the world. It being wrestling week, we've done wrestling themes before. And I was trying to think of like, well, what else can we do that would be fun? And I'm like, you know what? Everyone talks about the Randy Savage album. Let's let's give it a let's give it a tumble. See what she see if she squeals. You know what I mean, Jesse? Oh, oh no, it'll be squealing. <laughs> yes, sir. You got to know where to put it, though. All right, um, Jesse, go ahead. Hey, uh, I got to walk away for a second, so go ahead and take a few minutes. But why don't you tell them what a big time you are now? Oh yeah, look at me, big time in it, baby. <laughs> Uh, so the Source Material Comics podcast right here on the Rattlech and Broadcasting Network now has its own dedicated feed through W2M. So you can subscribe just to my show and get only the comic book content strictly just that to your podcatcher. Uh, so I did a little the only thing there's only two episodes on there right now solo on the feed. All right. We have my introduction episode is like. It's, it's more like, hey, uh, I'm Jesse, this is the show I do, and yeah, it's episode 301 because of XYZ. Uh, the, the second episode is uh, our tie-in to the hashtag Global Comics Month. So Mark's been wanting to put some stuff out there and kind of tie some old shows into some trending hashtags on Twitter. Each month there's apparently a themed comic month that's out there, and this month is Global Comics Month, and I could not, for the life of me, just bring myself to go searching through all of the content, the 300-plus episodes that we have under our belt to try and throw in with that hashtag. So I just decided to do a brand-new episode all by myself. And, Coop, guess what product – not product – guess what property I chose for Global Comics Month? Ooh. Ooh, was it the Justice League International? Oh, that's a great idea. We've never covered anything for that, though. Instead, I went with Captain Planet number one. Captain yes, Planet, and, he is a and, hero, and he'll take <laughs> pollution down to zero. You wouldn't believe it, but that theme song, that specific part of the theme song, made Captain it into that podcast. Easy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right, baby. We uh, so yeah, it was just me. Uh, I did a little fifteen-minute podcast on reading that issue and uh, talking about some of the silliness that happens in there. And we uh, should, yeah, we should. Uh, you should create a uh, sequel podcast uh, okay. using the greatest comic of all time, Mister T and the T Force Number One. Ooh, baby! I own that. I know what you're talking about too. Uh, That's the I, one where the greatest comic uh, panel of all time. It's a crack baby fool. <laughs> comes from. Oh, they find fantastic. a crack baby in a dumpster. It's a crack baby fool. It's a wow. crack baby fool. I feel like I need to read that and tie that into Global Comics Month somehow. I think then. you should. I mean, you, we need to have we need to have representation. I hear you. Not only do we need to have just like a, you know, well, we don't need to have a weird blue right. men in half shirts with green mullets being right. represented. That's right. That's right. We also need a man of the people. A man a of the people. who loves his mama. He does love his mama. He, because there I, is no other. Like <laughs> mother. So treat her right. So, uh, yeah. And also on the feed at some point will be <sighs> myself, Dean Compton, Derry Waite, and also Chris Armstrong talking about the Punisher Daredevil and Nomad crossover, No Man's Hand. And that should be airing, I would imagine, probably within the next week. 
Uh, Gary Waite, does that guy really hate milk puns? <laughs> well, I've spelled his name wrong like five times, I think. And I don't know how many times you can spell dairy wrong. It's either D-E-R-R-Y, D-A-R-R-Y. Um, I, I do know one thing that he hates, and he hates Tool. And uh, if he's listening to this, Good which man. I doubt he will be. <laughs> I like we, him. We got we all know Dean Compton. You know how Dean excited Dean Compton gets. Well, he starts talking about Tool. And then uh, Derry just shut him down real quick. It was pretty fun. Um, that hurts me. <laughs> All right, we got a wrap, guys. Oh, he's got. We got a wrap, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh no, uh, Coop. What, what? You got anything you blown plug there, sir? Uh, my my friend Hannah did a podcast once. Ah. I was. Supposed oh to my show god, up on it once. <laughs> uh, Take ten minutes and tell me about it. No, uh, you know, no, I, really you know what? I don't want to fucking hear about part? Hannah anymore until she actually does another podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, it's just part of the bingo card. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna be like safe sex. We're gonna get we're gonna wrap it. That's All right. right. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning into the Metal Armor of Doom this week. Uh, we'll be back again next week for House of Pain. Until then, be well, be safe, and behave. Yeah.